This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Christina Carlson, who's the founder and creative director of Kiki K, the stationary retailer. Well, it's more than a stationary retailer, isn't it? It sure Christina? is. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I think about you, and I, we've spoken before on this show, um, quite a long time ago, in fact. Yeah. Um, uh, is that you're a you're a you're you're a retailer with purpose? Your whole focus is on on purpose, which is you know is interesting, and it's kind of made you different, I think. Yeah. Um, and you've recently done a deal with uh, Tara Rai Trent, um, mm-hmm. who's the Zimbabwean woman, who's fascinating, really. And tell us a bit about that deal and what you've what you've uh, what you've done. Yeah. So first, I'd like to just start with our purpose, since you asked that. Um, so our purpose at Kike is through beautiful Swedish design is to inspire and empower people the world over to live their best life every day. And that's under dreaming, doing, enjoying and sharing. And that's how we create all our products. So it's all the products has a purpose behind them. And when I wrote my book, um, Your Dream Life Starts Here, I uh, we were also talking within the business on what to support. We always wanted to we do good things by creating products that help people, but also we wanted to to do something charity. And we do a lot of we, over the years we've done a lot of different charities and supported different causes. But we wanted to have something that was a bit more meaningful in terms of something that we can be more involved in, and. Um, I heard this incredible lady, Dr. Tara Trent, um, on a podcast, and um, that's when everything came together together for me because she um, is a dreamer like me. She dreamt really big. She came from a very unfortunate culture where she was married away as an eleven year old girl, five kids by eleven uh, by eighteen, and um, and you know didn't have uh, access to education and. Um, Heard an American lady came to her village and asked her, "What are your dreams?" And she said, "Well, who am I to dream? Because for me, for her, it was all about survival." And um, to make a very long story short, she um, did big, did dream big, and she dreamt about having a PhD eventually in America. She she made it all happen. She ended up on Oprah Winfrey's show, and Oprah named her her all time favorite guest. And Oprah has now interviewed, probably similar to you, thirty seven thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, not quite as famously, and I haven't unfortunately got as rich as Oprah. <laughs> well, dream big. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, she she um, she got her on her show, and Oprah gave her one point five million dollars to achieve her last dream, which which was to go back to her community and start schools. So together with Oprah, she has now started twelve schools. And when I heard about this, this was um, because one point five million will only last for so long. So I thought this is a great chance for us to support this amazing. Um, thing that uh, Tara and um, Oprah started. So we uh, give one US dollar per book sold. So my dream is to sell a million books so I can give her a million dollars. So far, sold 70,000 books. Um, so far away. But you've also, you've also launched a, uh, a range of products Correct. in the store yeah. called yeah. She Shines, yeah. So which, that's, yeah. which is kind of associated with that and, Absolutely. Uh, and also profit sharing. Correct. With yeah. That so that's the whole range. collection. Yeah. And we gave her her schools just two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of stationary products, which I went to Zimbabwe to to give to the school, and that was just you know just so amazing what the difference 
um, we as a business, but also the Kiki K community who's supporting all these, have been able to do. So yes. it's been a fascinating and very well, and it's and it's really great to see a business that's kind of got some heart to it. Yeah, and I think you know, I mean, as you as you say, I've, I speak to a lot of business people. Um, but not many are like you. So it's great to talk to you. And now, um, three years ago or three or four years ago, you raised some money, you hired Ian Nan to run the business um, with the aim of um, opening stores around the world. Mm-hmm. How did that go? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, I mean, it's as, as we spoke about before, it's been a, a challenging time for retailers, just not us, for across the globe. So we have uh, opened, so we now have stores in um, five countries, so in Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong, and the UK. And we sell to 147 countries online. So, so... But I get the sense that most of your ex- international expansion is online rather than actually opening yes, so, so physical we, yeah, stores. Yes, so, we, so we, um, we have taken a little bit of a different approach to um, um, retail in terms of obviously focusing, selling to 147 countries blows my mind because when I started the business before internet even existed, which is hard for my kids to believe that there was such a life before internet. <laughs> but, you know, my dream was always to become a global business because I felt like we're doing so many amazing things. So why not, you know, share it globally? And um, that was a big dream considering um, online wasn't even existing. And um, now selling 247 countries, I just see the the amazing opportunity to do even better. Um, so we, I feel like we're doing well, but we could do so much better. And then uh, another approach that we have taken, which actually we started with when I started a business, which is to go wholesale, to work with partners. So we now have a distributor in the, in the Middle East, in Japan, in the US. So we're changing. We have changed the strategy slightly to to not just open lots of stores, but to work with partners and then um, wholesale around the world. Right. So um, what do you think about the future of retail? I mean, do you, do you think that the disruption has a, lo- has a long way to go uh, of online? Well, I think... Um, I think with a challenge always comes opportunities. So it's really it to each retailer to work out what that is. And sometimes um, it just kills you, though. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you, you, yeah, this. yeah, absolutely. So you need to change, and you know, um, um, the way we do that is kind of learning and testing and trying different things. And um, I think in terms of for retails, for us, it's definitely will continue. It's just that we might just do more online, and we might just have more experienced stores and. Um, we do like things. We just don't sell products. We we also do workshops. So we do workshops on how to be more organized, set goals, dreaming, mindfulness. Um, um, by the time of the recording, we also do Christmas workshops, how to be more organized. So so there's so much more. I don't feel like we're just a retailer. We are a, a purposeful brand that has an opportunity to do so many good things. But do you think that people. it's possible that in five years' time you'll have fewer stores than you have now? Yeah, it could be a possibility, but it could also be um, um, less per country. So, yeah, yeah, it's but it possibly doesn't matter. It doesn't whether matter whether you got, yeah. got stores or not. No, I don't think so. I think I mean I I love because we're such a visual company, and you know the products works really well together. But online and and retail works really well together, and and you know I think it's all about putting the customer in the middle and um, and how they want to shop. If they want to go online, come to store, be part of a workshop, that doesn't really matter. It's more about, you know, how can we help the customer? And we're putting that as a heart of the middle of the business. I think it's almost, it's coming up for 20 years since you started the business 
is it not? Oh. No, not quite, but it's, it's, yeah, you started it in 2001, yeah, right? Yeah, correct, yeah. Well, I started the first retail. Paul sold his house 2001 to open uh, the first store in Melbourne Central. And um, that was, yeah, that was 2001, so that's almost 20 years ago. But before that, you know, I was probably in business for a couple of years to kind of work out how to open the first store. <laughs> and I couldn't go to banks and wanted to talk to me and... Uh, and um, Paul's house was uh, was the only option. It was interesting um, appointing Ian Nan as CEO um, in 2016 because you know he was he had been running David Jones, he'd Country Road. I mean, he was a big time retailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it was that uh, was that a, su- um, a successful um, uh, experiment for you for you and Paul to bring in somebody else to run the business because he's moved on now, right? Yes, yeah, he has. So yeah, absolutely. But, I mean. I think the strength of me and Paul um, has always been about we don't know it all. Like we are always learning. We're always, you know, like I had no idea about retail, zero when I started. So I had a million coffees with different people and trying to work out and always seeking out help. So for us, when Ian um, was available um, to join our team, um, I think that was a, a really excitement exciting time for us because we we wanted to expand and be bigger and and um, through this time obviously it's things have changed so much in retail so one of the things we have done is um, going more wholesale and online so it's been an interesting an interesting yeah. journey and I presume you learned a fair bit off Ian as well oh absolutely I learn every day from from every anyone day. from um, um, you know working on the store to the warehouse, to the CEO. You know, you learn from everyone. So is it fair to say that you and Paul are back in control of the business more than you perhaps were or have been over the last few years? Uh, well, we're both in the business now. So Paul has come back as the CEO and um, we just had uh, a friend of us join the business who is ex-Google. So we are uh, going to transform our business in a different way and I'm super excited about that. Right. What are you going to do? Well, Tell we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna focus on the customer and whatever that means. So we are working on all the strategy right now. So next time I come on this show, I can tell you all about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll look forward to that. <laughs> Great to talk to you, Christina. Again, talk Th- to you again. Thank you so much. I've been talking to Christina Carlson, who's the founder and creative director of Kiki K.